Hi, this is Mike Overstreet, the Director of Growth Groups at Element 3 Church. In this episode of the Growth Group Leadership Podcast, we're going to be talking about one of the most important roles of growth group leaders, which is providing care for their members. Now, when I say providing care, what I really mean by that is just what do we do to make sure that the people in our group are cared for in their needs, in their spirituality, in their emotions, and all that goes into leading people in a way that is caring for them. And providing care is just a central task of a leader because it is crucial to what it means to produce a healthy church and a healthy body of Christ. It's basically having leaders recognize that they play a role in caring for the small flock of people that God has entrusted them as a leader. And I say it's healthy for the church and it's healthy for the body of Christ because I think it actually pushes against a really unhealthy movement of the modern church, which is that we have these bigger and bigger churches that have no real avenues for people to be known deeply and to get care at a personal level. A lot of churches end up trusting that the staff or the pastors are the only people who care for members. And since the staff and the pastors are such a small group of people, they can't provide care on an intimate level for everyone. So what ends up happening in churches without this kind of delegation of caring for people is that people fall through the cracks, or they just go to church, they come on Sunday, and they're never truly known. So to some degree, a healthy church with small groups is pushing against that movement and trying to find a way to have everyone in the community get care and get it on a level that is meaningful. So in many ways, to some degree, the whole point of a small group is to create a church that is healthy and that is sustainable and that is creating these small communities centered on Christ that provide care for members. So for the rest of this podcast, we're going to talk about some of the key ways that growth group leaders should provide care for their small group communities. The first major way that growth group leaders provide care is personally. What do you do yourself to care for the members in your small group or in your growth group? The first thing is creating a safe space, which we've talked about in previous episodes. So when you create a regular meeting time where people come and they can share and they can feel safe and they know it's confidential, you are providing care. But let's go deeper than that. Another thing that growth group leaders should be doing to provide care is praying for their members. And I recommend that you try to create a habit of doing this daily. Now, that's not to say you pray for every member daily, but in each day in your normal prayer routine, are you praying for a member in your group, what's going on in their lives and for their own health? Another way to do this, and this is probably one of the most important, is the regular one-on-one meeting. And this is just making time throughout the week and throughout the month to meet with members of your growth group one-on-one, over coffee, over dinner, over whatever avenue you choose. And this is especially important for new members. When someone new joins your group, do you make time quickly to meet with them one-on-one and just to get to know them a little better? But that it also is something you should be regularly doing with all of your members. And once again, this is not something that you meet with every single one of them every week, but are you just regularly setting aside time for one-on-one connection and time together? And these regular one-on-ones are different than, than a lot of our meetings in the sense that they don't have an agenda. The only thing that they're for is sharing life together and getting to know each other's stories. So it's a time of just fellowship, of sitting down with your members one-on-one and getting to know them a little better 
and letting them know that you want to know them, that you want to know what's going on in their life, that you want to heal their, hear their stories. And this is one of the most important ministries that anyone can do in our church because it builds trust and it helps individuals know that they're being cared for and that they're known within the community and they have someone who is looking out and looking for them. That is different from this next way. The next way is something I like to call the follow-up one-on-one. And this is a one-on-one meeting that has more of an agenda. What it's supposed to be is when you hear something that's going on in a member's life that is hard or that they're struggling with, are you following up with them one-on-one to talk to them about it, to get deeper perspective, and to help them process it? So what I like to think of with this one is when you hear someone share something in group that is hard, or you hear about a hard life circumstance that's going on um, through any avenue, are you quickly reaching out to them and saying, hey, let's grab coffee so we can talk about that? And you're not having this meeting to solve their problems. You're just having this meeting so that you can let them know that they're not alone in these issues, that they're not alone in these hard life circumstances, and that there is someone who just wants to walk beside them in the midst of it. This is especially important for things like grief, if someone loses somebody, and they just need someone to sit with them. They just need someone to know that they're not alone. It's especially important also when you know that someone has gone through something massive, like they've lost a job, or they're just struggling in their marriage or their relationship. And it just helps them feel connected, and it helps you as a leader build trust with them by making sure that they know that they're being listened to and that they're being cared for. And I can't stress both of these one-on-one meetings enough. These are crucial avenues of ministry, and they will go a long way in building connections in your group. And it's just something that you as a leader should take seriously and try to set aside and devote time to regularly. The second major avenue of providing care is serving one another. And this isn't something that falls entirely on you as a leader. It's more about developing a community with a mindset of service to each other. So, are you encouraging your group to be the primary place of help when people need it? Are you setting aside time as a group to care for people's needs in a real, tangible way? And this is, once again, this is healthy for the church because the staff can't do all of this themselves. Often, people have these needs that are best served by their group coming around them and devoting a small amount of time to just providing some level of care in a service-oriented way. And this is actually easiest to understand through some examples, right? And these are just things that I've pulled through our community, that I've heard stories about, that I've seen done well. So, for example, I've heard about many growth groups coming around new parents and providing meals for them, basically cooking for them throughout the week so they can take something off their plate. Another group I've talked to was just really focused on being with people who had just lost a child. And they just devoted, hey, each member, one hour a week, is going to go to their house and just sit with them as they go through these early stages of grief. Another one helped a a child of a member financially. They basically heard that this person couldn't afford their education, and they helped pull some money to help ease that process and get the kid into college. And lastly, I heard about a group that built a wheelchair ramp. A member was coming to their group, and they couldn't... Uh, bring their son because the house wasn't wheelchair accessible. So the group set aside a Saturday or a day in the week, and they came together and they just built a small ramp so they can make their home and their group accessible. 
And these are just small things you can do to care for your small group community and let them know that they are welcome, that they have a place to go if they need help, and that they can trust that the group is going to rally around them. So basically finding ways to build your community around a mindset of providing service and care to one another is a huge thing that a group can do in this area of providing care. And the third and final way, the major way that I think groups can provide care and leaders should be encouraging their groups to provide care is on a connection and social level. I've said this before, but we live in a time in which people are more radically connected than ever through technology, but disconnected in real social ways at that intimate level. So a way that you can provide care is encouraging your group to stay connected throughout the week. Basically pushing on your group to take community seriously and to do life together as people in the community. And there are just three easy things that you can do to do this. One is social events, which we've talked about in other episodes. Provide social events where your group comes together without an agenda and just spends time together. The second one is throughout the week communication. Provide an avenue, encourage an avenue for your group members to interact outside of your normal group meetings. We use an app called Slack, which I've talked about in previous episodes, but it's just basically a, a group chat app where people can share prayer requests throughout the week, they can share needs, and they can share stories. And just encouraging them to do it and modeling it yourself by using the technology, posting about your life, and showing people that it's okay to engage regularly through the week, not just in our group meetings. And the third and final way is encouraging one-on-one -on -one connections without you being there. And this is something that I just state regularly and as a stated goal for our group. I encourage people, get coffee together, uh, spend time together without me being there, organize social events with if I can't make it. And basically, it's just encouraging your group members to provide care socially and to get deeper in their connections with each other outside of the group. And this goes a long way in building your community into something that truly cares for its members. Because once again, just like with the church, it's not all falling on your shoulders for people to be known and for people to be engaged. They are doing that themselves by building relationships with each other outside of the group setting. And once again, I just encourage you to state that as an explicit goal, and you'll see people step up to it more often than not. So these are the major ways that group leaders should provide care for their group. Do so personally, do so through prayer, one-on-ones, meeting with people, providing presence. Do so by serving one another and encouraging your group into acts of service to care for each other's needs and providing a social connection that lasts throughout the week and brings people into deeper relationships with one another. And if you as a group leader can model this and encourage this, it's gonna go a long way in producing a healthy growth group.